नो मैटर वॉट यू डू यूर टू बेस्ट गाइड्स आर कंसिस्टेंसी एंड कंसिस्टेंसी इट डजेंट मैटर जस्ट राइड एंड द सेकेंड थिंग इज फॉर एवरी एथलीट आई वुड से दिस एंजॉय वॉट एवर यू आर डूइंग एंड इफ एनी बडी इज देर विथ यू मेक इट इंटरेस्टिंग फॉर देम ऑल्सो दैट आई से यू आर गोइंग इन अ ग्रुप द अदर पर्सन ऑल्सो हैज गॉट एन वेरी अर्ली इन द मॉर्निंग कम देर एट द स्टॉप पॉइंट नॉट टू गेट ड्रॉप्ड he might be much lower than you but you signed up for a group ride he also signed up for a group ride make it interesting for him there is nothing wrong you have other 6 days to do whatever you want nobody is stopping you but on that day when you say you are in a part of a group ride try to be part of the group enjoy it don't make it a punishment for either you or somebody else correct it's, it's not a race it's not a contest you have races for it do your best in those things group rides are meant to be fun it's not a pissing contest Every two minutes increase the three to four watts, and then in the last two minutes, that is after eighteen minutes, in the last two minutes, go about eight to ten watts more to see if you can hold it. Mm. If you cannot hold it, it will come back. Mm. Of course, it is not. It is still going to be your anaerobic. You are mm. not going to stand and pedal. Okay? Right. It is still going to be your anaerobic, mm. but that is actually going to give you a hint how much is left in the tank for right. your next FTP test. Mm. in the end you want your because every power test hmm. every exercise is based on your ftp hmm. yeah, that is the base setting right you do not want to overdo it because hmm. then you are overtraining right. you don't want to underdo it because then the training is meaningless so you right. have to really do just it is like playing golf you have to be faithful to yourself right uh, so even if you have a higher ftp number or a lower it doesn't really mean anything highway kids are walking a road roller is rolling you have potholes about 1 feet 2 feet on the high road and with all this grit and the wet cement your whole leg is covered by this grit mm. your shoe has this watery cementy mixture yeah mm. after the walk unfortunately you cannot take your shoes off you have to cut it off piece by piece because of the cement has because hardened. of the cement the whole thing has become a rock so from me knee down is rock i can <laughs> do it it became a cast including my shoes wow and i take it off my whole skin in the bottom is peeled off i am bike winky and this is the working athlete podcast here i talk to working athletes from all walks of life and experts from various sports to provide you with inspiration training tips time management and lifestyle advice if this is something that interests you please make sure you subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss any future episodes today's guest subhu narayan has an amazing transformational story to share he is a person of extremes and loves doing routinely what many consider impossible he lost 70 kg in 90 days by walking for 40 to 50 kilometers a day every day from being 150 kgs he came down to 80 kgs and then he walked from around 3400 kilometers in 51 days from kanyakumari to kashmir to promote road safety awareness He then picked up cycling and has been cycling insane number of kilometers year after year. 
He cycled a massive 33,000 kilometers in 2020 alone. In this episode, Subhu shares his endurance journey along with his various memories from his walk from one end of India to the other. He also shares his favorite pacing strategies for FTP tests and what works for him in terms of nutrition for ultra long distance endurance rides. I think this episode will be very motivational and useful at the same time. Now let us get into my conversation with Subhu. Subhu, yes. Welcome to the Working Athlete Podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I am privileged. <laughs> it's a pleasure uh, having you on the show, Subhu. Thank you so much. Uh, Subhu, let us start by talking about uh, your relationship with sport as, as you were growing up, if you had any. Okay. Um, when I was growing up, like every kid's dream, na? everybody wanted to play cricket, everybody wanted to play all this kind of soccer and whatnot. Mm. So as kids, it was not any, anything serious. But yes, we were playing in village. Given a chance, we wouldn't miss an opportunity. Mm. And uh, yeah, we used to play quite a lot. Um, but what the moment I think I was in my 8th grade or ninth grade, na? Mm. then um, studies took over. Right. And then, no time to play anymore. And um, did my plus two, did my engineering. Again, nothing, no extracurricular activities. Mm. Uh, and as every teenage boy wanted, I also got into motorcycling. Uh, broke both my knees. <laughs> had both my knees replaced in 2008. Wow. One of the first cases of knee replacements. Uh-huh. And then, it was a total... No, not 2008, sorry, 98, mm. after my engineering. Okay. Uh, one of the first cases of knee replacement here. And then, no more sports. Mm. Kept on eating and everything, yeah. Yeah. what not. Went to US to work. And there, you sit, you work, you eat. You don't right. do anything else. Mm. Um, got myself up to great 150 kilos. Wow. 150 kilos. 150 kilos. My waist size was 48. Oh, wow. Um, in 2017, eh? till 2017, that was my weight. So, till 2017, I had absolutely no clue. Hmm. I never went to the gym one day, never did anything, didn't care right. at that time. Eh? Yeah. So, yeah, till then, it was only I was living to eat. Right, right. And that's it. So and living, living to eat is something that I still do. But uh, <laughs> you know what? What changed in 2017? From you know, I. It is hard to. You are a tall person. Yes. Uh, but even for you, uh, what is your weight now? Now I am at about 74. 74. You were less than half of your. Yes. Well, you know, that 150 you're Correct. talking about. Yeah. So, what changed, Subo? So, in, in 2007, okay. Nevertheless, I had, I, as I told you, one of the first knee replacements, right? right. So, every two years, mm. they would go with an orthoscopic needle and they would change the cartilage, the silicon cartilage inside. Okay. Because the knees were not able to support my body weight. Mm-hmm. Eh? 
So I had to do it once every two years. And in 2017, June 14th, coincidentally, it's two days ago. Mm -hmm. 2017, June 14th, because June 15th is my daughter's birthday. Mm. So 2017, June 14th, we were in Mauritius. Mm. And there was one picture where I dwarfed my entire family. Mm. They were like ants and I was like this huge guy. I said, I have to do something about it. So the next two days, I read and read and read what to do to weight loss. Um, there were multiple easy options, not like geriatric surgery, you could do this, you could do that. I said, I got to do something else. Mm. Then somewhere I read, walking is good. Mm. So I thought, okay, why don't I start walking? And once you, after a totally lethargic regime, eh, once you start, really once you want to start an activity, you cannot just do a slow ramp up. That never works. Mm. You have to, I, I understood that you have to go full blown. So the first day I tried walking about 25 kilometers. <laughs> first day. Next day I could not get out of bed. Uh. I, I just could not. I dragged myself up and then I asked my driver not to come to pick me up to the office and I walked to the office. So that was about 38 kilometers. 38 kilometers one way? One way. Wow. So from Janakpuri to Bahadurgad, at that time I was in Delhi. Hmm. So from Janakpuri to Bahadurgad, I walked and that felt good. Wow. And in the how, evening, how long did it take? Um, about five and a half, six hours, wow. something like that. No? Right. Like, I dragged myself off at three, messaged. This is, this is the second day? Second day. Because after I knew riding, I had to go to office. After walking 25 kilometers the previous day. The previous day, the morning. The very first day of your Correct. new journey. At 150 kilos, you did one, 25, kilos, uh, 25 kilometers on the first day. Correct. And second day, 38 kilometers 38 walking, kilo, to, walking to my office. office because five, six hours. The point is, I had to reach my office. Ah. So the goal was set. There was no choice. Right. I messaged my driver not to come. So mm. I cannot call him halfway. Right. And that is one route where you do not get any auto, no, no other possibility. Ah. So you have no choice but to walk. Right. So I walked that 38 kilometers and I felt like I have lost 3-4 kilos. I felt light. Mm. I felt good. Right. And that day evening, I came back home. I asked my driver to come to the office. I came back home in car. Then from the next day, I said, I got to do this. And I started walking about 40 to 50 kilometers every day for three months. Well, 40 to 50 kilometers every day, day yeah. would mean about 6-7 hours of effort? It started with 6-7 hours of effort. Mm. By about 4th or 5th day, mm. it went down to about 5.5 hours, 6 hours. Okay. Then I would do like a marathon uh, or equivalent to a marathon. Mm. I can only walk, I cannot right. run. Mm. So equivalent to a marathon, I would do in about 4.5 hours, 4 hours, 45 minutes. Right. Uh, and worst case, by about 5 o'clock. But I would start by about 2, I would be done by about 7. 2 in the morning? 2 in the morning. And there was, in Delhi, you have one advantage. Almost every locality you live, there is a park. Uh -huh. It's pretty secure. Right. You just have to keep on rotating. Walking, uh, walking Absolutely in the park. no problem. Correct. So it's it, a walk in the park. <laughs> it, it was a walk in the park. So, so that's what I did. So 
uh, I can I, I have uh, shared a couple of my blogs with you now what uh, I did uh. so in the process in the first month I lost about 35 kilos Wow and the second, it is uh, you know a little more than one kg a day yeah because so, you are <coughs> you have been read uh, you know walking about one marathon a day kind of thing correct yeah so I, I will I will give you the logic behind yes. it later on yeah so I lost about 35 kilos on the first month. I lost about 20 kilos in the second month and mm -hmm. I lost about another 15 kilos or something in the third month. Okay. So the, the point is what I did was I read that you need to burn 3500 calories for losing half a kilo of fat or a pound of fat. Yeah. It's a very simple logic. Mm. So what I did was by my walk, I decided to create a calorie deficiency so mm. i would go ahead and create a 5000 calorie deficiency every day okay no matter what mm -hmm. so that weight along with the water weight contributed to this approximately 1 1.1 kilo per day right but overall in a month so i would still go and eat mm. like the way i want to eat mm -hmm. but the more i eat i make sure i walk more okay so then the motivation to walk became more mm. at the same time in your head, you started counting the calories you eat because you know you have to walk it off. Right. So that created a kind of balance. And the, the fun thing, the, the good and bad, na? Mm. like every week I had to take out my wallet to buy a new clothes, set of clothes, mm. but it felt also very good. Right. Na? Like starting from uh, say 14th of June when my waist size was 48 to I think it was 25th of August where my waist size was 30. That felt good. Wow. People I would meet na, when, when guests came from Germany from my company, they wouldn't recognize me anymore. <laughs> right. And they could not recognize me. Because yeah. I had just become half. Right. Na. So that So when it comes to uh, you know, I just want to talk a little bit about the diet part. You did not change uh, the diet part Nothing. much? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. No change. Okay. Absolutely no change. I would still eat exactly whatever I wanted to eat. Hmm. The only thing is I would create a calorie deficit. Through walking? Through walking. Okay. So, so for people who don't know uh, about this, uh, you know, how much calorie, how many calories per hour does a walking? Um, okay. So let me put it this way. About a kilometer when you walk, hmm. yeah, you will, I have found out you burn about anywhere between 8 to, sorry, uh, 80 to 120 calories. Okay. You will burn in about a kilometer, depending on your weight. Let us say if you are oh, very obese. Correct, correct. I started with about 120 cal uh, calories per kilometer. Hmm. But by the time I became 70, hmm. I started losing only about 65, 70 calories per kilometer. Right. So that's a it major also difference. Also depends on the, your body. Absolutely. Hmm. Because the amount of calories you burn, it, it changes it's quite a, a lot. based on Exactly. Hmm. Okay, okay. So, and uh, in three months you lost what, 55, 70, 70 kilos. kilos? Yes. Alright, so 70 kilos in three months you have become from 150 to 80. 80, 81 80 actually. 81 kilos. So, and your entire wardrobe changed. Yeah, of And course. your appearance changed. Yes. And that is a massive change from like just within 90 days. Yes. Awesome. That, uh, that is 
mind blowing no, I, i have proof na yeah, i, I yeah, have proof yeah. of all this so the exactly. point is yeah yeah so, so then my 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 live to eat became kind of sort of eat to live later on uh-huh. because once you reach that kind of uh, once you re- once you reach this after this 30 40 days na right then you have a lot of this dopamine this feel good hormones the body starts producing every day mm. if you are not able to walk for whatever reason maybe it could be rain maybe it could be anything uh, that started giving you like a feeling down feeling or i wouldn't mm. call it a depression mm. but you don't feel good because that the those you don't have those dopamine those, those feel good hormones those, are not being produced anymore those endorphins exactly. are not there Hmm. so so that that uh, brought it down na hmm. um so that became even more motivation to walk hmm. and in the first week i hated saturdays and sundays uh, but after the fifth and sixth week i started loving saturdays and sundays because those saturdays and sundays i could walk 70 80 kilometers wow. i'll walk come home eat go back walk again come back home eat drink, walk again so i could spend the whole day walking mm. and you get into this one how do i say this this one zone mm. where you are not worried about anything else in the world you are actually walking for yourself and that time actually belongs to you mm-hmm. you don't that time you are not sharing with anybody that is your time that time belongs to you kind of sort of stuff right so right. that was my health journey if i may call it okay that was uh, uh, drastic uh, change in that uh, you know in a very short time correct so from then on what what was you know it is in it was in 2017 yes so from then on you know how did you because it is not very sustainable right uh, at least like 5 6 hours of uh, walking walking or this thing um kind of sort of you could say it is not sustainable mm. because once you reach your goal now mm. once you reach your goal then you have to look for something else mm. what to do next right na? everybody has this right if i can do something then what next can i do everybody has this this feeling this to grab the next thing correct na? so after i did this everybody was surprised so mm. that was a big motivation factor mm. i used to push people more and more to do walking instead of going to the gym mm. no no offense meant to any people who own gym yeah, yeah yeah but the problem is these people in name of weight reduction go and burn let us say 4000 calories in gym mm. they come back and they eat four idlis more mm. the effect is nullified mm. and they won't have guilt in eating those extra four idlis thinking that they have gone to the gym mm. yeah? so this really and then after eating they are tired they mm. are gone they go to their rest the body what it does it say things that oh tomorrow he'll go to the gym again let me convert this into fat mm. fat is nothing Stored. but stored energy yeah. Yeah? so this cycle was repeating i wanted to push people to walk more and more mm. so then um, what happened okay so i i might slightly deviate from the topic sure, sure. so after this uh i found out lot of people na like they were scared of walking on roads mm. because of unsafe and blah 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 right so then i understood na everybody doesn't have a facility like me where you have a park and you can walk in the park mm-hmm. quote and quote correct <laughs> so so that 
made me do some analysis or do some research. Mm. So then, you know, India mm. typically has got about one and a half lakh road deaths per year. Mm. If you look at the number of deaths per se with Indian population, it is actually a very less number. It's right. not big. Mm. But if you divide it by 365, the same one and a half lakhs, you divide it by 365, you get a number of around 400, 420. Which means India gets one plane crash every day and nobody does anything about it. Then I started researching about the road safety organizations that are available in India. So we found out that almost every state has got five to six road safety organizations, hmm. but nobody knows each other. There is, there is nothing to connect them. Hmm. So then I thought, okay, what can I do to connect them? Hmm. So one of the options was I could talk to them. I could tell them that pedestrian safety, blah, 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 let us do this. Second option was, so first option is to be the messenger. Right. Second option was to be the message. Hmm. I thought I'll be the message. So I decided to do this walk to join all these people. Uh, from across India. So I did a walk from Kanyakumari to Kashmir. Hmm. So that I did it in about 51 days. 51 total, days? 51 it days. It was that 3,355 or 3,400 kilometers because I hmm. didn't take the straight route. Hmm. We started from Kanyakumari, came through the whole of Kerala, Kasargod, got into Karnataka, came through the coast up until Goa. From Goa, we deviated into Zarap, Oros, Goa, Mumbai Highway, mm. reached Mumbai. From Mumbai went to Surat, uh, from Surat to cut across to Vadodara and then to Rajasthan. From there to Jaipur and Jaipur to Delhi and then Delhi to our normal uh, route via Karnal, Ambala to directly to Jammu. Okay. I could not go the last lap or in the sense I, the we couldn't go from Jammu until Srinagar mm. because of some security issues. They were not allowing us. So I had to stop my journey at Jammu. Okay. okay. Because uh, some, some political threats or as mm. you know, right. uh, some attacks and things like that were happening. So, right. uh, so I did that walk. Mm. So that was the, and that you can say is the pinnacle or the culmination of the journey that you started. Correct. Na? Like you were walking 50 kilometers a day. Mm. And now suddenly you start a process where you are walking 3,500 kilometers mm. without knowing it, right. what, what can happen. And right. then you finish it. So when was this? This was in July. So July 28, 2018 was when I started my walk. Mm. And uh, I think September... 20th or something like that I already reached. Hmm. Amazing. Right. So, during this uh, walk yes. from one end of the country to the other, yeah. uh, in 51 days, you would have encountered a lot of, uh, you know, memorable uh, incidents? Or yes, a lot of have... people, lot of incidents, hmm. um, many, many things. Ne? Okay. So, can you share some of the difficulties you had during that uh, period and uh, as in challenges and how did you overcome them and what are some of the memorable, more memorable uh, Yeah, Sure. So, I will always start with the memorable ones. Yes. So, the first thing which, the first thing which actually comes into my memory is uh, when we reached almost Calicut. Mm. 
there were a lot of people who were with me who saw me walking. So they, they started um, finding out that, okay, one Keralite is walking. So mm. this, this Malu thing is there, yeah. no offense meant. Yeah. So when they found that I was a Malu, they started, you know, till then it was like some guy is walking, what to do. Yeah. By the time it reached Calicat, you know, how do I say this? It, it, it started catching this momentum yeah. and then this big crowd started coming. And that is when a lot of newspapers and things like that started coming by themselves. So they would call the next city to next city to next city. And all these newspaper guys would wait on the side of the road. Hmm. When I go there to take a picture and, you know, interview me so that it come in the local paper. Right. So that was one experience. Second experience I can say was in Karnataka. So there was this one driver. Hmm. He read in the news that the one guy is walking for road safety. Hmm. He was a lorry driver. Hmm. He had 50 rupees in his pocket. So this guy sees me, gets into his lorry, goes about two kilometers, stops, buys two bottles of water in a plastic cover, waits on the road for me to give it to me. He says, this is all I have. Middle of nowhere. Yeah. Amazing. I, so I have this picture of him also. Yeah. So this was this was one fantastic experience I had. Right. And just for the information, that water for me is like Ganga. I right. still have the water with me. I will not use it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because that, that, that is actually something you got. Right. Yeah? You didn't ask for it. You didn't yearn for it. Mm. You just got it. Right. And that was the need of the hour at mm. that time. So mm. that is one experience. Another experience I have is we were somewhere in Rajasthan. Mm. Um, uh, near Bilwada. Mm. So there in the small village there is no hotels there. Mm. So when we went to one city before that and near Bilwada and asked them, okay we are going to rest here today, where is a hotel nearby available? They said, and we asked actually in a cement um, uh, go down mm. guy. So he said, I don't have one but in the next city there is one guy who is also the same dealer. I will give you his number, you call him. Oh, we called him and that guy said, okay, I can give you two rooms or three rooms, but you have to come first. So my car, which was following me, already went there and then he actually heard our story. He said, that hotel I will not give it. Mm. It is not used for people like you. You are going to come and stay in my house. <laughs> wow. And his wife is no more. Uh. He and his son, they prepared dinner for us. Wow. So by the time we went there, it was roti, dal, chawal, some jilebis, uh, kachoris. It was it was fantastic ne? In, right. in Rajasthan. Yeah. So this was another fantastic experience. And we stayed at his house. Mm. And then the next day, and he is a person who doesn't have, uh, he has a thousand rupee phone. Right. So he didn't do it even to take a selfie. Ne? It was totally selfless. He Correct. didn't do it to say that, I did it so that I can get my name or I can add my name to it. He has no clue. Right. It's, it's purely out of his, you know, this, this heartfelt thing that you feel. Mm. So that's what he did. So that was one good experience. Another interesting experience I can say is when we were doing this Gujarat-Rajasthan border at 3.30 in the morning. Well, I am walking, my driver is behind me as usual. And I see this lioness on the side of the road about 20 meters from me. <laughs> lioness? Okay. Lioness. I have video. 
So there is this Linus. And thanks to National Geography, I thought, okay, I should not disturb it. I should not run because I'm, I'm going to instigate it. So I keep on walking, right? The guy, my car guy, he also saw it. He saw it 20 seconds after me because I'm walking in the front. He honked. And he put all the flashlights of my car. You know, I had four other flashlights. The moment it saw it, it just ran away. <laughs> so that was one interesting wow. experience I had. So that was this huge line 20 meters away from you. Wow. So that was a good experience. You, you took a video of that? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. The, the whole thing is in video. Wow. The entire, my entire walk yeah. of uh, the 51 days, 100% taken in video and we gave this 8 terabytes of data to uh, Ministry of Road Transport and Highways, to Mr. Nitin Gadkari, to mm. show them what they paid for and what they get on the condition of the road. Okay. Um, really horrifying experience, if I say, was only one I can think of. This was in Oros Zarap area. Mm -hmm. in Maharashtra. So this is about, I would say, about 70-80 kilometers from Goa. Mm. About 45-50 kilometers once you enter into the Maharashtra border. Mm. There, uh, there was highway, kids are walking, um, a road roller is rolling, you have potholes about one feet, two feet on the high road. Yeah? Wow. And with all this grit and the wet cement, your whole leg is covered by this grit. Mm. Your shoe has this watery, cementy mixture, yeah? Mm. After the walk, unfortunately, you cannot take your shoes off. You have to cut it off, piece by piece. Because of the cement Because of hardened. the cement, the whole thing has become a rock. So from me, knee down is rock. <laughs> I can do it. It became a cast. It became a cast, including my shoes. Wow. And I take it off, my whole skin in the bottom is peeled off. Oh my God. Because the cement yeah. to harden actually takes out a lot of heat. Right. So the, the whole thing, it he heated and it scraped off one layer of my skin. Jesus. So, so what? How, how did you manage to continue oh, after that? I, we cut it out. Yeah. Uh, the next day, I walked with my... So I had four or five pairs of shoes not mm. to walk. So we cut that pair of shoe and the next day I walked with my TiVo sandals because mm -hmm. that had a lot of air and things like that. I walked with it for next one and a half days uh, from Oros all the way until a place called Chiplun. Mm. So till then I walked with it. After that I was good. Okay. No problem. Okay. And when you do so much of it, your body recovers very fast. Right. You, your recovery mechanism is totally amazing. Mm. Even if you get a cut mm. next day, it is like it is almost healed. You, you wouldn't even realize when your body does so much. Now the body is always thinking there is something is going to happen. I have to fire up. So this right. emergency ambulance is always ready. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Yeah, sorry I, if I took too much of a no, time. No, no. It's fantastic to hear all these uh, stories. That's what, uh, you know, is the intent of the podcast to Thank you. know and share the stories and maybe inspire uh, people. I can motivate people. Yes. The yes. Inspiration is up to them. Yes, I can motivate. Yes, yes, yes. Great. So, uh, you know, that, that, you know, you shared brilliant uh, stories uh, from that walk. 
So, and you, at the end of the walk, you gave this uh, data to the Ministry? Ministry of Road, Transport and Highways. So, mm -hmm. we gave them a, the data and then we also told them that they can form like a think tank. So, as part of this, uh, my company and we started a club called Club D2S, Drive Smart, Drive Safe. It's mm -hmm. a club where we actively participate with uh, MORTH, Ministry of Road, Transport and Highways and then... Uh, we work very closely together, conduct a lot of awareness programs. Uh, we do a lot of uh, brainstorming on what could be improved with the existing money. So there are a lot of things that we do. Okay, okay. So, excellent. So um, then from there, walking the, the journey of losing weight and walking across India to uh, become a message of, for road safety. Yeah. When did cycling come into the picture? Good question. So 2018, October, November is when I finished my walk, right? Right. So I'm back. And when once you have reached that pinnacle of walking, then 40 and 50 kilometers don't interest you anymore. Yeah. I, I don't know. Let us say you are cycling 10 kilometers a day and you start doing 50 kilometers a day. Will 10 kilometers interest you anymore? No. No. It's the same thing with walking also. Yeah. And the second, so... Um, and uh, because of my social work on walking, what happened was uh, I went to Bangalore. So in Bangalore, this, uh, there was this university which offered me an honorary doctorate uh, for social service. Hmm. So the, uh, um, MS Ramaya, MS Ramaya Institute, Institute of Technology, of... so they had a collaboration with some German university and they organized it and they had invited me. Hmm. So as usual, when I went there, I stayed with my childhood friend or my childhood friend's brother-in-law. Hmm. Um, his name is Tushar. So I stayed with him and he had at that time just gotten into cycling. Ah. So he started telling me the specialized cycle, the indoor trainer. I was hearing it all in one year and I was not giving too much interest towards it. I had absolutely no clue no, on that day. So the next day I got this award and I'm actually driving back yeah, in my car from Bangalore. And then suddenly I looked around and I saw why am and I have an Innova. Yeah? Mm. So why do I need an 8,000 kilo car to carry 80 kilo me? So this was the first question. Mm. And 90% of the fuel, I, I spoke everything, I did this walk to promote everything. But by me using the car, I am kind of sort of defeating my own purpose. Hmm. And that, that realization came later on. So I said, I got to do something. So before coming home, I went to the cycle store, picked up a cycle and came home. <laughs> and Which store is this? Uh, it's Pro Bikers. Na? Uh. And, I, and I told the Suresh of Pro Bikers, I'll buy one cycle. Yeah. If I like it, I'll be a good customer. Yeah. If I don't like it, if I'm not able to do it, you won't see me anymore. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then the next two or three days, I started commuting to office. Mm. And I realized that when commuting to office in car, it used to take me 45 minutes. In cycle, it took me only 32 minutes. Oh. Plus, how, how, how uh, far? It's about 14 kilometers. 14 kilometers one way. Yeah. It took me only about 32 minutes. Mm. And I thought, wow, this is good. This is. And it helped me, you know, so when, when going from home to office, it helps me wind up everything right. that I got to do. Mm. I reach office, I became more efficient. Mm. And then the need to get back home before 
lights are out. Hmm. Made me finish all my work by 5 o'clock. So the, the postponement was not there. Right. And 5 o'clock I left, I, 5.40 I was home. So otherwise, nah, you would think, oh, I am anyway having the car. Now 5 o'clock, rush traffic time. Hmm. Let me go at 8. Yeah. You know, you would sit there. And since I am here anyway till 8, I might as well not finish my work now itself. Because I will be bored. I will slowly do it till 8. Right. So, so this thought process changed drastically. Mm. In about a week, week and a half, this riding 21 kilometer per hour. Mm. Sorry to say this was a little bit boring. <laughs> yes. I, I got to do something else. Right. So I go back to Suresh. Which bike was this? So the first bike? one was a Scott MTB 975 or 965, something like right. that. So I had absolutely no clue. Mm. And then I said, I want a faster bike. So he said, I have a Scott foil. I said, okay, give it to me. So then I bought the Scott foil in mm. about one or two weeks' time. Then in the morning, I started riding until Satyabama University and back. So I, I first got introduced into one group called uh, Vibrant Velacheri. Mm. So they were very kind enough to include me. And... I started riding with them for about a month or so. Uh, and then we would do about 25 kilometers, three days a week, four days a week. Uh, but somehow it was not enough hmm. for, for the kind of calorie burning I used to do before. Yeah. So in, in cycling, you burn about what, 15 to 20 calories? Yeah. I mean, 15 calories when you are in flats or a little bit mm. downhill and about 20 calories so when you are... If you if you are talking about per hour, you would end up maybe from 400 yeah, to, to 600. 600 calories. Calories. Again, 30 kilometers per hour means 20 the, calories yeah. maximum. Yeah. So it was not enough for me. Right. So, so then, for someone who was used to, you know, walking for 40, 50 kilometers a day, uh, four or five hours a day, correct. burning a lot of uh, calories, uh, of course it is, you know, 25 kilometers of cycling. Is yeah, it's like 400, 500 nothing. calories, yeah, yeah. not enough. Right. So luckily I got introduced to, uh, at that time, no, after that I did my first 100. Hmm. I did my first 100, I think, in three hours, 11 minutes or something. I had no clue about, um, I was wearing my sneakers. Mm. I had no clue about cleats. Uh, absolutely none. Eh? Mm. For me, it was just sit and pedal. Okay. Change gears, uphill, gear low, downhill, gear high. Right. Nothing else. <laughs> That's all I knew. Yeah. And then... Um, so the first 100... Uh, in sneakers yeah. is under, uh, I mean, more than uh, 30 kmph. Yeah, about 3 hours, 11, three, about 31, 32 kilometers yeah. per hour. Right. And then, um, once I did that, somebody invited me uh, to this group. Na? So, Mr., I think it was Srivatsan, one, one guy here, Srivatsan, he hmm. invited me to this group. Uh, from Mr. Srinath Rajam called Chennai Joy Riders. Mm. He said, why don't you ride one day? I said, sure, I will. It would be my pleasure. So this was on April 15th, 2019. Mm. Uh, because that was the day of Tamil New Year. Okay. And that day I go there. I have nobody and I have known this Mr. Srivatsan in Pro Bikers. I have seen him two times. Mm. There I go to the ride. I have nobody. I don't know anybody. So I met Mr. Srinath Rajam. I told him, Mr. Srinath told me I could ride with you. He said, absolutely no problem, ride with us. Okay. 
I rode with them that day. And two days later, I get a call from Mr. Srinath Rajam. He says, Subhu, we are going to Kodi. There is one seat which has opened up. Why don't you come? Hmm. He said, I don't know climbing. Yeah. He said, no, just come. And that day, unfortunately, my seat post was keeping on going down. Okay. For some, some manufacturing defect on the new bike. Hmm. So I gave it to Pro Bikers. They didn't have a bike my size. Hmm. I had to buy another bike. So I bought a titanium bike because I didn't want to miss the camp. Yeah. I bought the next bike mm. and then went with them and I was able to climb Kodi very easily. It was not a very difficult job. Na? Right. From, from Dindigal, mm. we started cycling. Aramse we were able to, I was able to reach Kodi. Mm. So then uh, Mr. Srinathajan told me, Subhu, I think there is something innate in you. So mm. I, I want you to do more and more and I want you to get into more and more cycling, not on a competitive side, but just to see where you are. Na? Mm. So he put me through uh, Coach Folker mm. and then I was with Coach Folker on a training where I started understanding power and I started working with power na? Right. And, and things like that. So yeah, that's how my cycling journey started. Wow. So, again, it is like, uh, you know, what you did with uh, walking. walking, you made quick jumps as in quick progress yeah. uh, with cycling as well. That st started with uh, a commute and within a couple of uh, weeks you realized it's not enough and wanted to go to a road bike. Correct. A couple of uh, weeks maybe with uh, 25 kilometers and stuff, realized it is not enough. Not enough. Hundreds and more and more and then into coaching. So how was, uh, how was the progress once you, uh, you know, started working with power and uh, okay. started riding? So let me put it this way, June 21st, hmm. 2019 was when I did my first FTP test. Hmm. So I was at 211 watts. Hmm. Uh, but uh, Coach Folker told me, I don't think this is your power hmm. because it is a purely a matter of pacing. Right. So try to do it more and more. Hmm. So how can I do it more and more? I bought a trainer hmm. and started doing an FTP test in the morning, one in the evening. <laughs> Just to see how I can pace myself better. Because for me, everything is a thing and I have to master things. It is not that I will not leave anything halfway through. I am not known for it. Right. So I wanted to pace perfectly so that I could pace others for uh, FTP. So FTP was something which everybody is scared of. They will try to avoid doing an FTP test. Absolutely. So I wanted to make it easy for them. Yeah. So then I tried different pacing strategies. Na? And then I found out the most ultimate way of pacing in FTP. Then I started giving it to everybody and everybody started loving FTP. Okay. Share, you have to share that uh, strategy. Yeah. What so, is that? Two things basically in an FTP is, mm. it's kind of sort of like a time trial. Mm. Okay. You go too hot in the beginning, you bonk. You go too slow, you will not reach your full potential. Right. So what I normally do is, so two phases. One is you already know your previous FTP. You know this. Mm. Everybody knows this. Mm. Yeah? Everybody knows what the 20 minute power is. Mm. And 95 percentage of their 25 uh, of their um, FTP is uh, of the 20 minute power is their um, functional threshold. Right. So what you do is what I do is. Um, 
again i have to thank my friend rajesh chairman for this because he gave me the first ideas for this mm. so what i did was i will start always with that power mm. okay and since it is in a trainer with the erg mode you can really control it mm. and every 2 minutes i will increase the power by 3 to 4 watts okay every 2 minutes mm. okay and this 3 to 4 watts means you are just increasing one cadence mm. it's it's not much right one one uh, one rpm will give you about 3 to 4 watts depending on the number of teeth you have na? right so every 2 minutes increase this 3 to 4 watts and then in the last 2 minutes yeah in the last 2 minutes that is after 18 minutes mm. in the last 2 minutes go about 8 to 10 watts more to see if you can hold it mm. if you cannot hold it it will come back mm. of course it is not it is still going to be your anaerobic you are not mm. going to stand and pedal okay? right. it is still going to be your anaerobic mm. but that is actually going to give you a hint how much is left in the tank for right. your next ftp test mm. in the end you want your because every power test mm. every exercise is based on your ftp mm. that is the base setting right you do not want to overdo it because mm. then you are overtraining right. you don't want to underdo it because then the training is meaningless so you right. have to really do just it is like playing golf you have to be faithful to yourself right uh, so even if you have a higher ftp number or a lower it doesn't really mean anything mm. so so i perfected this also what i normally like all the readers or all the viewers to do is mm. when doing ftp first 5 minutes give it for a warm up mm. so go about 130 to 140 watts mm. in the warm up and then do about 15 to 20 seconds uh, about 500 watt sprints mm. not standing up sitting down mm. it is it is kind of like you know when you go to a gym and you want to lift 10 reps of say 5 kilos you do 2 reps of 20 kilos mm. the 5 kilo will look like a feather mm. you yeah. it, it is just this feeling Right. So this the sprint actually helps you in two ways. One is it actually helps you empty the tank because mm. FTP is actually your aerobic fitness test, mm. not anaerobic fitness. Correct. Test. So it helps you empty the tank. And the second thing is this 15 second 20 second sprints gives you this this jolt feeling and then when you when you do this 500 watts and when you are starting with 200 watts it makes it much easier for you. It it will feel like a piece of cake. Mm. or if you otherwise you go really hot and then you will say okay i'll do it tomorrow right after 5 minutes then yeah. it, it becomes a waste right so that is that is the key for doing my ftp awesome so basically uh, there is an, you know uh, there are a couple of ways or more than a couple of ways of doing an ftp test correct uh there is one called ramp test where Correct. you you know start every low, minute you every increase minute it you increase and then the time you bonk you take 78 percentage of it right yeah and then there is there is another way where uh, one does 2 8 minute uh, intervals Correct. and take ten, you know 90 percent 90 percentage of it and you by the sound of it the way your, pay, your pacing strategy is turned that 20 minute effort into a little bit of a ramp test uh, kind you, of thing not not ramp it is not really a ramp test mm. it is the 20 minutes it is slowly ramping up of 3 4 watts each but you are actually going to make sure you will be able to finish that 20 minutes your okay. ramp test always that one minute you bonk yeah that one minute 78% of it defines it you will it. go until you are able to finish that one minute then one minute and then that is your break point right. 
see, I will not say one method is right or one method no, is wrong. Absolutely. I feel comfortable with that 20 minute method right. because end of the day you do it for your time trials or you do it for your intervals. Right. And one minute intervals we do in microbursts mm -hmm. for my anaerobic fitness. Mm -hmm. Some reason in my heart, mm -hmm. I don't feel the confidence that 78% of one minute is good enough for me to analyze. Right. I'm not saying it is good enough for others. Right, it right. could be for anybody. Mm -hmm. For me, I get the satisfaction when I do the 20 minute. Mm. I do not get the satisfaction when I do the 60 minute. Right. Because every time trial is either 30 kilometers or 32 kilometers, which mm. you don't anyway take one hour. Mm. So what's the point in doing a one hour FTP test? I right. would rather do a 20 minute test and take 95 percentage of it. Right, right. Why push no, myself? There, like you said, there is no right way and wrong Exactly. Way. You have to figure out what is I prefer way. this way. Yes. Let me rephrase yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, excellent, excellent. So, uh, when I asked this question, you were in the middle of that training uh, that you... Yeah, so, so I was in a, a very intensive training with Coach Folker mm. and then um, again, so this was in 2019 mm. and 2020 when the uh, Corona pandemic, pandemic hit in the month of March, mm. that took me to a total boredom for mm. the rest of the day. Right. So, Coach Folker's training was like one hour in the morning, mm. you do, for four days in a week. And Saturday, you have this three hour long rides. Mm. And for some reason, again, not good enough for me. Mm. I had to do something. And I, I always was a person who um, wanted not just me to go and do something, but I wanted a bunch of people to go and do it with me. Mm. I'm, I'm a party guy. Mm. Okay, So, I like more the merrier kind of guy. So, um, after the pandemic hit, I found the right partner for, let us say, for my rides. So, um, his name is Mr. Venki Rajgopal. Oh, yes. So, so me and Venki started on March 23rd uh, of 2020. Mm. And in that year, I rode 33,000 kilometers. And I think he rode about 15 or 16,000 kilometers. Wow. Uh, or 18,000. I think he rode 18,000 kilometers. 30,000 kilometers. 33,000 kilometers. 33,000 kilometers. My God. Every day, 125 kilometers. Because I had to burn this. Right. There was no office going. You are sitting at home. You are binge eating. Um, you are watching too much TV or going into the other end of internet. And you want to indulge yourself, otherwise you are always thinking about COVID. Mm. Because the, the first fear about COVID was too much. Mm. Let us all agree to Yes, it. yes. Um, so, I had to ride. Mm. And for Vinky also, the feeling was the same. So, it was kind of sort of meant for each other. Right. We had our first ride was good. From second ride, we were inseparable. Yeah. Till date. <laughs> amazing. I'm, uh, Venki is an amazing person. Uh, oh, one of, uh, the, so one of the most dynamic people I've ever met in my life. Yeah, I met him. Uh, uh, I had the fortune, uh, you know, good fortune of uh, meeting him and riding with him uh, during the TFN. TFN, correct. Yes, yes. Uh, amazing person. So you uh, rode 33,000 kilometers and he rode 18,000. Yeah. And uh, in 2020? In 2020. And 2021? So, 2021, we all had the second wave. Mm. 
if you may know the right it's it was that was much worse than the first wave it was so when the second wave came we were not allowed to go outside and i also felt it is fair because somebody will see me cycling and that will make them walk and right. that will make their friend to walk so i do not want to create this thing so mm. i was also and i couldn't do indoors mm -hmm. anymore mm. so uh, 2021 i did only about 22 or 23000 kilometers only 22 23 yeah against 33c when you put a line you don't know if it's big or small you put a line next to it then you know this is big or small so please please yes, yes. so for guy who did 33000 21000 is very less <laughs> only yeah correct so in 21 i did about 21 or 22000 kilometers mm. but in that also january february was fantastic mm. i was already done with about 6000 kilometers by end of feb mm. march until may 3000 kilometers mm. max to max right whenever the day they open for the public that day i will ride from 2 3 in the morning right. that was the only thing i could do mm. um, then i again once you start doing this 100 125 kilometers um, how do i say this let me put it in the same power terms mm. so people who work with power who work with training peaks know this very well mm. um, there is there is something called your critical training load your acute training load right. like basically your fitness your fatigue and your form right so in the whole of 2020 my ctl was about 300 mm. Because I was burning 300 TSS every day. Chronic training load. Chronic CTL, training load. CTL which was. Which is average stress score of over 42 days. 42 days or 90 days. Right. So my score was 300 for wow. six months continuous. Jeez. Uh. Because I was I was riding 160 kilometers every day. Wow. Right. Hmm. So and and. Approximately, when you do an endurance ride, you do about 50 TSS, 55 TSS in an hour. Mm, right. so it's simple, na? Yeah. So 55 TSS in an hour, 160 kilometers is five hours, mm. right? So every day is 275, 280 TSS, and every day we were riding. So that was the kind of CTL I was holding, mm. and then somebody said, "Try for a breve." Mm. I said, "Okay, I will try for a breve." I was not really interested. For me, it didn't make any sense. Mm. But I did my first, I think, 600 kilometers. Um, this was this Danush Kodi BRM. And mm. I didn't want to take my expensive cycles. Mm. So obviously, I rode my MTB mm. on this 600 kilometers. So heavy headwinds. Yeah. So I started at 445, last batch to start. And when I started itself, uh, the one person told me this is the route. I had no clue. Nah? I went with them. 17 kilometers later, found out that was the wrong route. Come back, do it again. And then I said, okay, now I'm not going to ride in a group. I want to be in my zone. I started riding solo. After that 17 kilometers coming back. Then by that, I, I used to keep on riding and I used to see people, I used to pass on. Hmm. Like after 100 kilometers, I saw the, started seeing the batch which started with me. Mm. At about 200 kilometers, I started the batch which started at 420. Mm. Then at about 250-260 kilometers, I started seeing the first batch people. Mm. Uh, at the U-turn point of 300 or 320, I think I was the second guy to reach. Mm. And they had a place to rest and things like that, I didn't. Mm. I just made a U-turn mm. and rode back. 
So I did my yeah, total of 26 hours or something. I completed my 600 on my MTB. <laughs> okay, so right. then, then that was fun. Right. I, I loved it. Right. So my boss in Germany, he also wanted to do Brevets. He said, and he has been my boss since 2008. Hmm. He said, Subhu, if you come, hmm. I want to do Paris Breast Paris with you. Right. I said, okay, let's do Paris Breast Paris. So as part of that, I thought, okay, let me do London, Edinburgh, London. Only hmm. because my brother lives in London. Hmm about 15 minutes from the start point, which is Debden. Hmm. So for me, it is the best, how do I say this, a litmus test. Right. Let me rephrase it. Right. Right? But before the litmus test, I still wanted to do a mini litmus test. Uh -huh. So uh, that's when I registered, and I uh, called Mr. Mohan na, hmm. of Bangalore. Mohan Subramaniam. Mohan Subramaniam. So, and I requested him whether I am eligible for this gates of heaven. Hmm. So, of course, no offense meant to him. He also did not know. He did not know what kind of a person I was. Mm. So he said, no, because you have not done a thousand, I do not want to risk with you. I said, right. I agree. Mm. No problem. Mm. Uh, and then I registered myself for the uh, jog falls, mm. 1000. So that was a good 11,000 meters of elevation. Mm. Um, so as usual, I started with the group. Mm. Um, by the time... I think in the first 100 kilometers, by the time I reached there, there were already about 20 people there eating because I didn't know the inside Bangalore roads. Mm. The Bangalore roads, I didn't know much, especially the Pinya flyover and things like that. Lot of confusion mm. in those areas. Right. Because you don't know whether you have to go up, go down. You don't know how long it will take. There was, till you reach that uh, Nanmangala. Nel Mangala. Nel Mangala. Mm. About 30 kilometers, there is always a confusion. Correct, correct. Correct. So then at about 100 kilometers, I saw about 20 guys. Mm. Then at about 200 kilometers, I found out I was the third guy. Mm. At 300 kilometers, again, the other two guys were with me. Mm. Uh, by the 400 kilometer, there was a 10-15 minute gap between me and the rest. Mm. Uh, at 500 kilometer, I had no clue where they were. At mm. about 600 kilometer, which was in Jock Falls, mm. I was about two hours ahead of them. Mm. But because of these bad roads, mm. and I had already reached the Jock Falls in about total time of about 28 hours or something. Right. Yeah, so I had enough time with me. Mm. I thought I'll sleep the night mm. and go next day morning. Mm. So I slept from 10 in the night, 10.40 or 10.45 till 5 in the morning. Mm. Woke up at 5, started riding again. By the time, a lot of these guys had already gone. Right. Now come, they took a couple of hours rest and they came. Yeah. So as I knew about four guys had gone ahead of me, mm. I, I found the first two guys near Shimoga at mm. about 10 o'clock. Mm. The second guy, I found him at about 2 o'clock, 2, 2.30. Somewhere in the highway after... Um, uh, it was about 50 kilometers, I would say, before the Chandraya Patna flyover. I met him, I waved at him, and I kept on going. Then um, the guy who reached there first um, had passed the last, uh, second last checkpoint about five minutes or six minutes before me. But I had another 24 hours to spare. So I, I was not into any competition or anything. So, I, and my friend Nishant in Bangalore was in a dinner. So he had to finish his dinner and come back to pick me up. 
So from 970 kilometers, which I reached at about 10 o'clock, the last 30 kilometers I took about two hours to reach. What mm. is there? Yeah. But I was able to complete the Jog Falls 1000. Mm. So thanks to Mr. Mohan. So mm. that gave me this concept of long distance riding and this thing in my head na, that I have to do it. Right. So, so the next stop is uh, LEL. Next stop is try for LEL. Yeah. <laughs> what is try for It's LEL? always trial. It's always try. <laughs> anything, see, anything and everything would go wrong. Na? Like right. for example on Monday, hmm. I was thinking I will ride 80 kilometers because hmm. I have this internal quota. Hmm. Internal quota. Nobody is forcing me to do it. Right. This internal quota of doing 600 kilometers a week. Okay. Okay. Uh. So Monday is 80 kilometers. Hmm. My internal target. Hmm. Every Monday is 80. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is about 80, 80, 80. So five days is about 400. Hmm. Saturday and Sunday 100 each. 600 quota finished. So there is no rest day of any. So no, you ride you seven ride, days a week. I ride six to seven days a week. Hmm. Okay. But this. Monday riding and all, hmm. you are riding at 20 kilometers, 21 kilometers per hour. It is okay. really not a rest. The, the recovery. That recovery itself is your rest. Okay. okay. And it is fun. Ah. Good. Because when you sleep at 8 and when you wake up at 3, Monday also you do the same. You don't want to wake your wife. <laughs> Alimony and child support are more expensive than bikes. <laughs> That's the truth. Absolutely. So... <laughs> she would rather see me on the bike than be at home trying to make coffee, trying to make all kinds of sound on Monday. So why do it? Brilliant, brilliant. So, uh, your next uh, uh, tri event that you are uh, go attempting, uh, yeah. uh, wanting to complete is LEL, LEL. which is uh, in, in August. August. Correct. Correct. So, all the best for that. Thank and you. That PBP is next year? PBP is 2023. 2023. I am sure you will ace both of them. We'll try and, for uh, sure. Na? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Subhu, this has been a fantastic conversation. Thank you. Uh, to kind of, uh, you know, cap the session, what are some of the tips you would give uh, athletes, working athletes to do? Um, you are, no matter what you do, mm. you are two best guides. Okay? Are consistency and consistency. Hmm. It doesn't matter. Just ride. And the second thing is, for every athlete, I would say this. Ne? Enjoy whatever you are doing. Hmm. And if anybody is there with you, make it interesting for them also. Hmm. Let us say you are going in a group. The other person also has not has gotten up very early in the morning. If it is a group ride, hmm. he has gotten very early in the morning, come there at the stop point, not to get dropped. He might be much lower than you, but you signed up for a group ride, he also signed up for a group ride. Make it interesting for others. Hmm. There is nothing wrong. You have other six days yeah. to do whatever you want. Hmm. Nobody is stopping you. But on that day, when you say you are in a part of a group, right? Mm. Try to be part of the group mm. and, and enjoy it. Yeah. Don't make it a punishment for either you or somebody else. Correct. It's, it's not a race, it's not a contest. You have races for it. Mm. Do your best in those things because there you are doing solo. Yes. Right? Group rides are meant to be fun. Yeah. It's not a pissing contest. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Th yeah. This and the other thing is, 
try to be as consistent as possible. There is no point in riding 150 kilometers and sleeping for six days. Whereas you can ride the 30 kilometers for the entire six days. Because in the end, your TSS score is going to be the same for mm. both. Right. But the CTL mm. versus the ATL, what we talk about your form and your fatigue and fitness, right. will have drastic changes. Mm. So try to be consistent. Do what best you can. Do, do what best you can. Do not do what best somebody else can. Right. Just do what best you can. It yeah. doesn't matter. Mm. And have fun. In the end, also spend a lot of money, if possible, on your saddles and your bibs. Okay, don't go for a very cheap saddle and a carbon wheel. Mm. Because the carbon wheel is not going to give you the comfort a good saddle and a good bib gives you. Mm. Also, your protection. Don't go for a thousand rupee helmet or a used helmet. Even if you drop a helmet from six inches, you do not know what kind of internal crack it has got through. Right. Be safe. Hmm. Always use helmets, always use headlights, tail lights. And make sure if somebody is there, you are there for them as well. Right. Yeah. Don't leave another cyclist behind. So this is my humble request to all the fellow riders. That's fantastic. But um, I, I kind of wanted to, uh, you know, talk also about what kind of nutrition hydration do you um, it's a very on interesting the, on question and, on and off the bike it's it's very interesting question off the bike i eat everything mm. there is no limit mm. okay but when i am riding i have this i do not know whether it is because of my walking mm. or my walking of this cross country walking or whatever that is i do not want others to emulate me till they try it out because mm. I cannot say this is the best. Okay. I want them to try it out. Yeah. But what I do is there is this one thing available in Amazon. It's called XLR8. It costs 510 rupees a kilo. Okay. It is about 39% maltodextrin mm -hmm. and I think 38% dextrose. Okay. And I add one, so in one uh, 500 ml bottle, I add one spoon of it and I add about 15 ml of fructose, which is acorn syrup, maple syrup. Okay. Okay, that is fructose. Mm -hmm. You have glucose in this, you have maltodextrin in this, and then a pinch of salt. Okay. That's all I add. And I have done my 600 only with this. Mm -hmm. I have done my 1000 jog falls only with maltodextrin and two curd rice. I don't eat anything else. Okay. So this uh, XLR8 you said. Yeah. It's available um, in Amazon. It's available on Amazon, but uh, you, you you add um, uh, add it in fructose? water. Yeah, I add fructose to it okay. because it has only see dextrose is separate transfer line. Mm. Fructose is a totally different transfer line okay. in your body. Mm. And uh, so for fructose, the easiest thing you can get is maple syrup. Okay. Add a tablespoon of maple syrup. Okay. That's so, but how do you carry that while you are on that say? 600,000 kilometers. There, I get fructose powder and I pre-mix it and carry it in sachets. Okay. That's it. So what I do is, I have a bottle which will have only this powder. Mm. Then if the drop points, na, I'll have Ziplocs with the same powder. Mm. So I just have to go there and put it. I don't normally eat otherwise. Right. So it, it is kind of liquid diet to the... It is a liquid diet and mm. it also helps burn a lot of fat. Mm -hmm. um, so 
See, the point is, again, when you eat something, it takes your body about two hours for the conversion of the digestion to this. So I am on a brevet, right? Your full tank is about 2,000 calories, mm. which lasts you for about 100 kilometers, which means when before I start, sorry, before mm. I start, I have to eat probably for about 1,000, 1,200 calories. Mm. So then at my 50th kilometer is when this will start acting. Right. Right. And then at the 100th kilometer, I have, at the 50th kilometer, I have to eat more mm. now for it to work on the next time. So in breves, especially when you are doing this long distance endurance, there is no point in uh, going and then eating two biryanis, right. riding again. Mm. So what I prefer to do is eat easily digestible foods, which gets converted into energy much, much more faster. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So, and when you eat so much of oil and all this food, it pulls you down. Right. Let us agree. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, it has to, all the resources in the blood kind of goes to the stomach to Correct. convert it, work exactly. on it, digest it. And you, the, those are the instances when you get light, uh, lightheaded as well. Because Absolutely. Because the blood is going elsewhere. Correct. Right? Correct. So, they are digest, easily digestible, uh, you know, carb drinks like that yep. would be perfect for... And then uh, every five minutes, mm. now, most of the people have this five kilometer lapse right. in their system. Mm. So, which means in about 15 minutes, you are going to get a beep. Mm. Between 10 to 15 minutes, you will get a beep. Correct? Because you cannot ride for less than 20 kilometer per hour. Correct. You will not ride more than 30 kilometer per hour also. Right. So between 10 and 15 minutes, you will get a beep. At that time, take two sips. Hmm. Every 15 minutes, take two sips. It's continuous uh, supply of energy to your body. Yes. You won't feel hungry. Hmm. You won't feel heavy. You won't have hallucination. You won't have cramps. Right. Because this has all the salts also in it. Yes. Yes. Brilliant. Brilliant. That is very helpful, uh, Subhu. This is again. Uh, no problem. Thank you for uh, taking the time and sharing your the journey. The pleasure and privilege is mine, Venki, as you know. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you. Thanks. Because Thanks one of my inspiration is you. Na? When I first met you, you told me how you lost weight through cycling. So I could correlate, I could relate it to a lot of this. And then I started more and more into fast cycling. You know, right. first when you met me, I was not a fast cyclist. No, no. Yes, we all go, go through that journey. That phase. And you always find somebody who will give you that motivation. Yes, definitely. So, for me, one of those motivators were you. And of course, um, Vinky, Coach Srinath and all my other cycling friends. Na? Yes. But, yeah. Brilliant. Thank you. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank you again. That was my conversation with Subhu. I hope you enjoyed that. If you are enjoying these podcasts and are finding them useful, Please consider supporting the podcast by subscribing to the channel on YouTube as well as on your favorite podcasting app. It really helps. Thanks again for your continued support. See you next week with another guest.